0: Welcome to the Elite Foundations podcast, how to build an elite foundation physically and mentally to win at life. No theory, just real world results. Your hosts are Dr. Emil, ex-emergency doctor, entrepreneur, and health coach, and myself, Itamar, ex-Israeli special forces, jujitsu black belt, and mindset expert. Welcome to today's episode, guys. We have a pretty unique episode today for two main reasons. One, Emil and I haven't recorded a podcast in quite a while, we were in Mexico together. And he's also joined the Mindset Accelerator since then. So if you hear him talking about certain things, there's a reason. And the second and most important thing is we have a guest on today. So instead of breaking a case study and me just talking about a client, this is what he did, we actually have him on board as well. we have my good friend and client, Scott Phillips here. So Scott, Hi, can you please introduce yourself? I'm Scott Phillips.
1: I run a website called Scott Phillips Trading, and it primarily sells trading systems, particularly cryptocurrency trading systems. And I've been working with Intermath uh, since March 2020, and the changes in my life have been pretty dramatic. Um,
0: astonishing in every way. And, uh, and I'm looking forward to talking about it. Awesome. So the, cool, the really cool part about Scott, guys, that you're going to enjoy is that he's very open. Um, both in very like different financial ways. He's, I'm pretty sure he said he's going to be open about sharing certain roadblocks he's hit, certain milestones and all that. And also just about the process itself. So I'm really excited to have him on board. Emil, is there anything you want to say before we get rolling? Um,
2: yeah, so I didn't realize you were doing crypto trading. We'll talk about that at another point as well, but I'm super pumped for this episode, super pumped to go into detail. Um, and Scott is also doing a health transformation. So we're going to...
0: Do the full having back on the pod yeah and a little bit about the help yeah hopefully i'm not so fat by then <laughs> all right so scott in your words please can you tell them where you started and where you are now just kind of the before and after okay so
1: w- where i started is when i was when i was young i had a very successful business a uh, online business and i made a lot of money before i was like 25 and then by the time i was 31 i I'd lost it all and I was sent to jail for a long time, became a drug addict, intravenous drug addict, and uh, walked out of the prison gate with a shoebox full of belongings and, and tried to restart my life unsuccessfully. And uh, and it was a very frustrating sort of decade after that where i try things and they sort of work and... was a very diminished life and I was really, really playing small. And so I had this, I I started writing an email. I'm a trader and I've been able to pay my bills out of that, but not much more. And I started an email list because I didn't, I was worried about my ability to trade for a living successfully. And it was really like a backup plan, playing small and and I'd become this kind of middle aged burnout, like a like very mediocre. And, and you know, I was an elite martial artist when I was younger, and I'm a mediocre martial artist now. I'm middle aged, and I was and I was truly exceptional in some ways. I was insane, but I was exceptional in some ways. And I just become utterly average and forgettable. Just like tens of thousands of other fat middle-aged white guys living in Bangkok because it's cheap. Uh, I was just another Bangkok bum. And Itamar actually told me that <laughs> in his usual way. And uh, and I respected him enough to believe him and take his advice, and we set about changing that together. And th- these changes that he suggested were just –
0: so uncomfortable, like Scott. Before before we get into that, let's just give people kind of a, like, kind of, like two sentences where you were when we started in March twenty twenty, where you are now as far as let's say both personal life and I, the business.
1: I was let's a solopreneur pronounce. running. I was a solopreneur running a side hustle size, size business. I was taking home between five and ten thousand dollars a month, and I was just paying my bills um, and not a lot more.
0: And where are you and, right now? You want where I am now? November 2021. Where are you right now?
1: Um. Well, let's have a look. I'm just share my screen.
2: Emil, do you have to give him permission? I'm just going to jump in and do that. Uh, there we go. All right. Let me just share my
0: screen.
1: Let's just log into the Stripe.
2: Here we go. The live November twenty twenty
0: one. I'm curious to see this because we also haven't talked since I came back from Mexico about this. So, actually,
1: where we should start, like before, before we go, to, before we go to this, right, is the stripe, is one of the first things we done after we got out of the preliminary stuff was I wrote this business plan, and uh, and I and I set out. This has been. This has been printed out and on my wall with some other stuff that Itamar gave me for for a year and a half, and I said that my wildly important goal is to get to one million one million a month revenue by the end of twenty twenty one, and to do that I need to stay focused on one goal to get something working on cold traffic, um, and my primary business task to get YouTube ads scaled on cold traffic. Nothing else matters. I wrote that nearly two years ago and how are we doing this is my dashboard so this week yesterday we hit 38,000 us dollars for the day and that's gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to hose in a million bucks for the month it's actually going to be probably closer to a million and a half for the month so i set this goal and at the time i was earning like 5 grand a month That seemed ridiculous, like obscene, impossible. Who the fuck is this guy? No way he's going to do that. And I've achieved it with time to spare. And what that's done is I had this moment on Sunday where I'm, where I was just like overcome with emotion. Like I set out to do this incredible thing and I made a promise to myself that I was going to attack it with no excuses in my back pocket and I was going to be fearless and I was just going to aggressively pursue my goals and achieving that feels so good, like so good. And it just, what it makes me feel is like what other audacious goals might I go and achieve now? And it, and it really feels like it's just the beginning and not, and, and, and boy, it's, it's a good feeling, man. And And for, for me, Special because when I was young, I had this great business that everyone admired, and 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 then I'd become this middle age burnout, and now I'm in one go, I've got it all back. I've got an incredible business with really, really A player people working in it who are like smarter and better than me. Um, yeah, everything's going right, and it, and it's flowed on to other areas of my life too, like. I was one of those jujitsu athletes who'd like been doing it a while and and I was okay. I was like good enough that I was like a gym enforcer, but not really good. Just mediocre. And and now I'm not mediocre. And now I'm scary, if you spot me. And and that's and my relationship with my wife was okay, but now it's good. And and my family looks at me like I'm a damn superhero these days. And um my wife is Thai, and we we had this moment where. Um, I, I, I hadn't told her the last couple of years how much money we're making, and then and then I pulled her in and showed her the screen. Yes, I said, "Baby, this is how much money we're making." And she said, "Oh, that's nice." And we put it into a calculator and worked it out in time.
0: Ah. <laughs> 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 nice, man. we got good timing on this. I didn't know you hit that goal right now. This is amazing. Yeah, yeah. The I, I, I I goal yesterday. Trajectory? Yeah, yeah, uh,
1: and I love. Victory too. And it's just getting started too. We're going to beat it again today. Today's only halfway over. The 24th halfway
2: through. The- yeah. Awesome. And just so- to clarify for people who might have missed it, that's 40,000 yesterday, not, not this month. That's yesterday. Just, yeah. I know people might have glossed over
0: that, but yeah, that's yesterday. 40,000 US dollars. So what we're talking about is going from five ten 10K a month to now at around a million, you said a million and a half a month. And this isn't like a, you didn't do a launch. Gonna, this it, isn't a launch. This it, it, is like actually consistent revenue.
1: Yeah, this is consistent. And, and this is going to be like somewhere between, it's going to top out somewhere between 150 and $250,000 a day. That's, that's ridiculous. It's <laughs> been like two or three months too. It's like obscene. Yeah. Fucking
0: Amazing. Okay. And also, and also just, I want to, one more thing before we move on from the business. Also, how does your team look right now? So uh, I... Before you were a solopreneur, how's it looking right now? I
1: was a solopreneur you know with really low end like 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 offshore VA kind of help and now because I've been able to gradually up-level myself I'm attracting better and better talent and I'm attracting people who believe in my vision and who want to just just follow me just because it's obvious that I'm going someplace interesting and so I've got a uh, I've got a junior business partner who's who's a young kid with like all the potential in the world who's doing it training as well and leveled up like I, like I said to Hitama, what the what the hell did you do to to this kid? I sent him away and then he came back last week and 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 then he did this. It's like
0: yeah, uh, um
1: he's a champ and um I I've, I've been able to get a COO who's a specialist in taking seven-figure companies to eight. And that's been my big takeaway now, is it's just find the very best people in the world and work with them. Like if you can find better people, go for, go go work with those better people. Like, it makes it all these troubles that the struggles that I had in business, like trying to do everything myself and all these many parts, they just vanished when you just get really, really eight player people in roles.
0: Amazing, man. Okay. So here's what I want to do right now. So you guys can see this is a pretty amazing transformation that Scott's had. And we want to break down why this happened. So you guys can learn from this and you can take the lessons away from yourself and implement them. So, Scott, if you guys are watching this on video, Scott behind him has kind of a blurred out um, kind of poster. Yeah. So that was my initial, the initial conversation that Scott and I had was a very uncomfortable one. Like how he was saying, and I listened, I just told him simply like, listen, dude, you're better than that. You're better than how you're looking right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I I have a tendency to do that at times, but yeah, I just basically told you like in a very, from a very honest way. I was like, you're better than this. You're better than where you are in life right now. And like, you don't need to succumb to this. This doesn't need to be where you are. And just kind of raising that entire standard is what I think set the, set everything in motion. Would you agree with that?
1: Absolutely. And, and yeah, it's just, it's just a, a raising of the standards that I demand for myself, putting on, holding me on the hook for a higher standard of behavior, not just in business, but in every area of my
0: life. So let's talk about this. Why was this something that you had a hard time doing beforehand um,
1: i wasn't aware that the effect of the people that you're hanging around with was so strong. I just thought like they're my friends you know there's a lot of like um, people in Bangkok who are doing nowhere in their lives just cruising along and and as I became less and less of a, a of a, a of an upward trajectory i naturally gravitated to the people in my social circle who were also doing that same thing and at the and over a number of years of doing that over five five or 10 years of doing that the people who were my friends who are who were still on an upward trajectory doing great things with their lives they naturally lost interest in hanging out with them. and uh and i was left with uh, i was left with the drags and
0: uh yeah so let's talk about this. That's one of the biggest challenges I think you had when you accepted. you were like, you know, I am better than that. So that was one thing to yeah. say. But then there were a lot of challenges that came with that because it wasn't just a magic snap your fingers and go. There were parts some certain no, things.
1: And it, it couldn't be brushed. In retrospect, it couldn't be rushed. It was really, really very difficult. And I remember my personality, your personality changes so slowly and I just sort of accidentally turned into this person that was nothing like the person I was. And in fact, that person was calculated to not achieve any significant results in life. He was a people pleaser, he was a hedonist, he was prioritizing comfort over long-term gains. It's like the guy that I turned that that my personality had accidentally turned into total fucking loser. And and I just needed a, a complete, you know, format and rewrite on my brain. And now I what feel like that the first time re-write?
0: I was, Yeah. So what was that? Well, how did you well, looking from your angle? What happened there? Like I don't want to say so, what I tried to do, but let's talk about it from your angle. How do you think this actually worked? Why the did first you, work thing
1: you, the first thing you said to me is, you're totally lacking in courage. And I was like, what the fuck? I've had hundreds of street fights. I had nine fights in jail. I never backed down from anyone in my life. What do you mean I've got my courage? And yet I was lacking in courage, profoundly lacking in courage, and I changed into a person who was fearful, and that hit home to me, and it was like I've, I've strayed so far from who I am. And, and you know, you you fail a couple of times and you hit late 40s, and it's like if I fail again, it's the end of the road, and you start playing small and diminished, and and like that's wrong. That's the, That's the wrong thing to do. You insisted that I get people, get everyone out of my life who wasn't raising me up, who was who was dragging me down, and that was really difficult for me to do. I didn't. I had a lot of resistance to doing that. I didn't like it. I thought, you know, I, and and I did it. I ditched people who I'd been friends with for twenty five years. I ditched. I, I, I ditched one of my old cellmates from prison. I ditched, you know, people that I'd done, you know, really serious things with in my life and been friends with for a long time. I had to cut out and, and, um, and I had to get ruthless about my time and who I would spend time with. And I was lonely. I was actually really lonely for a while.
0: And I think that's, that's something really important for people to hear. Is like, this isn't a fantasy, like a magic pill. That all of a sudden you get motivated, you get courage, and everything's amazing. There are sacrifices. Like, that's a caveat. Like, if you want oh, to lie like to reading, the top like and you want to find a new social circle, yeah, but if you want to find a new social right? circle, you're going to have to let go of the old one. And there's going to be a lull in the middle, which can be lonely and not that pleasant. But like, right now, you're, like, I know the people you talk to, they're, they're the highest of highest level players in like, your field. But you had mm. to go through that thing.
1: The the next thing you said to me was we got to find, like I thought I was good at marketing and I wasn't, I was really crap at marketing actually. Um, But I thought I was a black belt and, and you said to me that we got to get you, we got to find a way to get you in a room full of black belts. And I paid up for this $40,000 a year mastermind that I could not afford at the time. Like it, like when I paid the money, it actually emptied my ATM card to pay them and I was scared. I, like I was on the hook and all of a sudden all these like like in in the direct response industry like like website funnel funnel building you know traffic buying it's like filled with like the who's who of the industry. And so now I've got my social circle is like more than 10 eight figure offer owners some nine figure offer owners and all of a sudden I'm I'm spending my time hanging out with these people whose websites are earning 10 million bucks a year. And it's just embarrassing what I'm doing. It's like, it's like fucking shameful. And you you know what it felt like when we hit a million, a million bucks a month is just like the world is just turning on its proper axis again. Like, like this is not even, this is just the new normal for for me.
0: That's exactly what that's. So like what you said right now, that's exactly what I meant when I said you're better than that. I was like, you're earning five, 10K Like someone like you had no business doing that. And that's no. what I wanted you to realize. And like, now that you're back at like seven figures a month, like, yes, that makes sense. Like, that's okay. <laughs> I, mean, I, that I still think like really, I still feel
1: like I've got levels and levels of performance to unlock. Like, like every day I'm finding a new level of upward performance to unlock. And it's carrying on to everything too. Like, yeah. like I can't, I, I can't wait to roll with you again, to spar with you again. I mean, you're still going to, you're still going to destroy me, but, but,
0: um, but it's going to be fun. Yeah, when you said that, I was like, Oh, okay. I'm okay. <laughs> calling you out across the zoom. You're to get right. four or five guys right. away. All right. All right. Yeah. So it's going to hurt. No, it's going to hurt. Let me ask you, no, it's
1: going to hurt.
0: Like on an honest level, what was the hardest part about it? Cause I do. I love the fact that you're so honest and open. What was the hardest part about it? Cause people need to understand like if they're willing to pay the price, this is amazing what you've done. The transformation is amazing. I also like, I see your family. I see the face, the Facebook photos and all that. like, What's, what would you tell somebody like, listen, make sure you're about it before you try it?
1: The, the hardest part is that the progress, you, you imagine it's going to be this perfectly straight linear thing, but it's not. It, there's there was like downs along the way with the ups. And the downs are really quite significant. There were times when I thought, oh, fuck, I fucked. I, I spent significant amounts of the first year trying to build this business and 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 continually paying a dumb tax where I'd, I'd point, point the business in one direction and and not anticipate you know, that the car was about to crash into a rock and then I'd spend spend two or three months with my stuff fixing the car crash and then we'd get going again and then then I'd hit another rock. And now, like, for example, this morning, I noticed that, okay, we're doing significant volume using Stripe as a processor and you're probably going to lose that Stripe account at some point. So why don't we avoid that future problem by getting a merchant account set up now before we crash the car? And so now I'm uh, the next level of performance for me to unlock is doing less time at work spending more thinking time, prioritizing more leisure time so that I can think more clearly about the obstacles for my business that are coming up in the future that I, can just, that I can just sail past and effortlessly avoid rather than spending my life like an idiot crashing into things that were
0: totally avoidable. Nice. So I want to go back to what you said about the courage. Why was it so hard for you to go for it? Let's talk about this because this, this is a serious, serious point here. Like, why did you feel so, like, man i don't know if I have another run in me because what happens if I don't succeed in this run? What does that say about me?
1: Yeah, it was really um
0: there's a lot' so also just sorry, Scott, just to clarify to all the listeners out there, when Scott was younger, when he was saying successful, he was basically a, a minor celebrity in Australia, how he is as an entrepreneur, how successful he was, he really had a story where he went from the highest of high points and we were the most eligible bachelor for our magazine one year or something. I right? was like on the, so the most
1: first. eligible bachelor list in Australia, right? <laughs> <laughs> you yeah,
0: know,
1: so I, it, I, it's I really it's from going to a book very book. high point. Yeah. And then, and then I ended up completely humiliating, going to jail, intravenous drug addict, track marks, the whole bit, like, yeah. like, like a real bottom feeding scum, scum sucker. And then I gradually clawed my way back up into, okay, I can function in society and, and pay my bills and stuff like that. And I was scared to lose this, to chase that. I was like,
0: yeah. And also like you had a lot of mental habits of how you felt you could keep yourself in check if you played it very small and that would be good enough for you, even though it wasn't, and it was eating you inside. Let's talk about that a little bit, because I think this is really important. But that phase where you said, okay, man, this is actually isn't good enough.
1: So I never realized how much garbage I was taking into my brain. Like I I was looking at news and social media and my brain was just filled with garbage. Um, yeah. It's probably a bit off topic, but it was just so I, I, like looking back, it's, it's like, it's obvious why I was performing so badly. It's it, it, so th- the secret wasn't for me to try and perform better, like get a new mindset hack, get a new routine, learn these like seven secrets to, to, that Elon Musk does or any of that bullshit. Like the secret was really, it, it, instead of, Go and chase success. Why don't you? Why don't you really, really, hundred percent concentrate on becoming the type of person that would be successful? And I knew a lot of people that were successful, and I used to be successful. And I remember what it was like. I was totally fucking ruthless. If you weren't, if if you were getting between me and and my business goals, like like you had a physical problem, you didn't just have a mental problem.
0: <laughs> so let me ask this, Scott, in a different way: If somebody else out there is afraid that they've had a couple of failures, maybe they had a big failure, something that they might feel embarrassed about. And now they're kind of doing good enough and they're afraid to possibly let that go to go for great. What would you say to them?
1: So what I felt like when I came out of that process, is that for the first time I felt like my past happened for me and it didn't happen to me. I used to feel like it was like, almost terribly traumatic thing. And, and what I feel like now is I've got tremendous lessons, like enormous lessons that are almost worth the 15 years of pain that I got out of completely fucking my life up and setting it on fire, um, which I wouldn't recommend, but uh, this whole process, I've just learned so much. I, mean, um, I see
2: you're writing a lot. What are your thoughts? I'm writing a lot, a lot down. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I don't even know what to say because I've heard bits of this story. I've heard bits from the beginning, bits from the end, and and I obviously didn't know how you were doing right now in terms of all this stuff. So, I mean, this is all this is all incredible. One thing that you did say, which I love, was 100% concentrate on becoming the type of person who is successful rather than looking for hacks, shortcuts, cuts, bullshit, anything like that. Like that, that is what this whole process, this whole mindset, this whole philosophy is about. Focus focus inward, focus on yourself, build yourself. And the success is a pleasant side effect. It's the same for health, same for money, same for relationships, same for everything.
1: Um, Another side of it is having the humility to admit that I can't do it. Like, if I, want to have, if I want to have this goal, if I want to achieve this goal, whatever this goal is, and I've got a good reason to achieve that goal, and the, the reason that I have is that I've got a baby daughter and I don't want her growing up thinking dad's a middle-aged burnout. Like, that's terrible. Like, like I want her to be proud of a dad, like, like as a, at a base minimum. Um, and, and so if I want my daughter to be proud of me, I have to actually do things that she's going to be proud of, right? So, you know, so I, start, I start with a reason start with the why. And I realized that like, you know, in a diet context, previously I'd lost weight, but my reason for losing weight was so looking in a t shirt and find a girlfriend. And you know that that was a weak why. And and as soon as I got the girlfriend, I got fat again. it was my wife now, but but now I'm fat. Um, and you know, my why for money when I was younger was was similarly weak. And so I ended up losing all that money. Millions and millions of dollars squandered. And now my whys are really good. They're not about impressing people or or any of that sort of status game stuff. Like I don't like any of that.
2: So so that was a question I was going to ask. You you reached a high level. Was it a similar level before initially to where you are well, now or are you it my
1: goal my goal I chose because that was the level I had before? That's what I that's what I thought. So yeah. I had before. So what's your why nowadays? Um, my why is that I don't want to, uh, I, I I couldn't accept that the story was Scott got lucky when he was young because he started a website when the internet was new and he was just lucky and he couldn't replicate that success because he's just not good enough. Like, I just could not let that stand because I'm better than that. I could not let that stand.
0: And I think just to encapsulate what's going on, guys. So what, when I Scott and I worked together, what we did is we first established, it was like, you're better than that. You recognize that. And he was like, yes. And then we were established, are you willing to do some painful things? He was like, yes, I'm tired of this. I'm done. And what we did then is like how we said, it's to figure out what's the person he needs to be in order for success to become something inevitable that he will stumble into. And we first first figure out his why, what he just said right now. And then we literally just programmed it. We said, okay, if this is what you want out of life, what values does somebody like this, who's going to achieve this need to hold? What would be their very pragmatic philosophies or actionable things and how they think and how they move in the world. And one of them, the big one, like you said, was letting go of certain people that were holding him back, which was very painful because and also like, correct me if I'm wrong, but you had a lot of guilt around this because of NA and all that process. And like, this was very hard for you to do. This was like, from what I remember, this was the hardest thing for you to get on board with.
1: The hardest thing was I, I, I joined this Narcotics Anonymous Drug Fel- drug Recovery Fellowship and they saved my life. They got me clean off math. They really helped me. They loved me back to health, and everyone in NAE is kind of an ex-drug addict, kind of a middle-aged burnout, and so that's the norm. There, and so for me to move past that, I had to ditch all those people who knew me better than my own family did at that stage. They were like, they like, they like, they really intimately knew who I was at every level, and I walked away from that. And I also used to get a lot of esteem from going to these in a meetings because, you know, you, you know, I'm Scott and I'm, I'm 10 years clean or whatever. And they clap, clap you for something that you did 10 years ago. So I got the same sort of accolations that I, that I, that I used to get just from turning up a participation award. It was like playing. it was it was another aspect of playing small and people pleasing and, and normalizing mediocrity. And, you know, and I tell people in there that, 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 I was frustrated that I couldn't put together and earn together. I'm like, you earn a million bucks a year now. I'm earning a hundred grand a year, and they'd be like, hundred grand a year—that's amazing. And you're still clean. Go on, you're still clean though. And I'm like, and and it was really painful to walk away from. And I and I love those people. And I'm grateful to them, unreservedly. And I like NA, but I just couldn't keep. I couldn't keep doing that where I used, to, I, used to walk in, I used to walk into the room and I get treated like a concrete hero. And, and I couldn't keep doing that and achieve the goals that I wanted.
0: So let's talk about this, because I think this is really, really important. You said courage at the beginning of the call, beginning of this podcast. From everything I remember about you, that took the most amount of care, courage, because it scared you. You didn't know if mm. you left that group, would you still be able to sustain yourself as a functioning member of society? Would you drift back to drugs? what would happen? It was this thing that well, took you out of the, of the lowest of lows into a good enough place. And it terrified you to leave it. So I'd love it if you could talk a little about that and about courage in that sense, the truest sense.
1: So one of the things I tell you about 12-step fellowships is if you stop attending the meetings, that you'll probably start drinking or using drugs again. And I was absolutely terrified because I ruined my life by shooting up crystal meth. And I was absolutely terrified that I'd stop going to these meetings and immediately I'd start shooting up meth again. Like, and, and that was something that I'd heard as dogma, like not like as religious dogma dogma. And, and I was really, really frightened that that was going to happen to me.
0: So what would you say to other people that maybe it's not NA, but they're terrified. So one of the core fears I always talk about with people is the fear of abandonment. And what ends up people like they end up abandoning what they really want in life because they're afraid other people will abandon them, whether they're significant others or social circle, whatever it may be what would you tell from your experience to these kind of people who know they can go for greater things and they should be going for greater things but they're terrified to leave a group that served them up until now
1: i think we carry a lot of guilt around friendships um, and and i think it's i think it's misplaced like like i'm I wish everyone in Narcotics Anonymous the best I'm really grateful for, to them for saving my life I, I went out and carried the message too I used to go into prisons every week and 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 help the junkies in there I've done my bit do your bit but there's no yeah I'm having trouble finding the right words but I have to keep ascending up I have to keep I have to keep improving myself or i've got real problems and and if i'm in a community that makes me feel comfort and and i feel i feel safe and secure and loved and comfortable and nothing can ever go wrong then that's a community that's actually keeping me down i need a community that challenges me that inspires me that that is so far above me that that i look up and go oh wow i have got a long way to go and you know this mastermind that i'm in I'm, i wouldn't be I wouldn't be top 20 income earners there. Like I got a long way to climb. There's plenty of mountains still to climb. And it's not really about the income either. Like, like, like I live in Bangkok, you can't spend money. So,
0: Yeah. Emil, do you have anything?
2: Yeah. I, yeah. So I was just going to say, it, it. I look at it almost like seasons throughout life. Like there's an appropriate you know, group of people and appropriate set of circumstances for an appropriate season. Like you say, that was perfect for that period of your life. And then you wanted something else to the rest of the group. And that's absolutely fine. They're on their own journey. Everyone is on their own journey, and that journey is absolutely fine. You were on your journey, and that required a different set of circumstances, a different set of people. And that's absolutely fine and absolutely acceptable. And there's nothing against anyone else. It's just what needed to happen. And now you've moved into the, a different group, not even next level or better, right? It's just a different yeah, group, it's just different, different goals, it's just different. exactly. And now you're thriving in this environment and there may be another group in the future. And all of that is okay. And actually mm. I really liked what you said. If you have a community that makes you feel secured, loved and comfortable, it's probably not the right place to be for growth. Um, oh, and true. I paraphrase that and it is true and it is true. But you know, when you started saying it, I was like, oh, that sounds lovely. And then you said, but it's just not the right place to be. And I
1: thought, boom, boom, mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. I, and I've had some experiences with this stuff before too. I, I'd, uh, I'd been a high-level powerlifter and, and, and I wasn't particularly naturally talented or anything. I just joined a gym where everyone in the powerlifting gym had national and world records. And then before long, I had my own. It was just like, if you're around people who that's, the extraordinary was just normal. Like, uh, like I told a couple of I told I told it told a couple of my friends that we hit a million bucks a month and they were like, marketing friends and they were happy for me, but it wasn't like, oh wow, that's amazing. It's like, yeah, about time, Dickhead. You know, it was just like, <laughs> it, it, it wasn't like a big deal,
0: right? Yep. So Scott, to kind of wrap things up, is there anything else you want to tell people? I mean, like, your story is really amazing. And I think more people can get not just inspired, but recognize that this is real. This is a very possible thing to go from 10K to one or one and a half million in a matter of just what? Almost like 16, 18 months. 18 What months. do you want to tell people out there? 18 months. What do you want to tell people out there, man?
1: Okay. I, I tell you this shit ain't free. Like there is a, a price to be paid. You have to be willing to pay it. Um, it feels like the changes are permanent. It doesn't feel... It doesn't feel like it's something that's just gonna like the magical wear off. Um so far. Our highest ROI on anything in my life ever, bar none, um, was working with Inama. Absolutely. Um can absolutely recommend it unreservedly. Uh there's a lot of you know, coaches and people like that. I always I, I'm I hear about them and I'm immediately suspicious that that who the fuck is this guy? Where are your life accomplishments? Like they uh and Itamar is a man with accomplishments, like serious, like like life accomplishments that you can that I can respect, that I really do respect. And he inspired me to improve myself. And he believed in me. And he's he's hurt my feelings many times, but I've never doubted that he has my best interests at heart. Tough love, hurts you in the feelings like, like nothing you've ever experienced. You know where that comes from, though?
0: Yeah, it comes from a good place. But see, even just remembering it secondhand is not to make me cry. It comes from a place that I care so much about you, man, and I want you to succeed so much because I can see where you should be. That hmm. you being possibly mad at me is it's not important to me. What's more important to me is that we have the tough conversations that get you where you need to get to. It's like it's what I call tough love. Like I'm comfortable being tough with you because I love you enough to really want to see you succeed, man. That. That's what it really comes down to. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I just can't recommend this process enough. It's real, and you know, I, I, I send my guy Grant there, and he's come back a changed man. And and uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't think there's anyone else in the world doing what you're doing right now.
0: I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Emil, is there anything else? Well, yeah, I second
2: that for sure with the hurting feelings from a good place. I've been on the receiving end of that as well. So uh, I definitely second that. Um, So we've talked a lot about business and money, and that is one pillar of a good life, of winning at life, of, of whatever else. So I suppose the next question is, or the fine, you know, to wrap up now, what, what's, what's next for you? Are you looking at other pillars to kind of re- achieve this kind of so or?
1: The, I've got a couple of hobbies that are really important to me. I'm a pretty serious meditator I'm a pretty serious jujitsu athlete and my health is poor objective, not just, not just below average, but objectively poor. And, and it's that, it's that leg of the tripod is really dragging me down and that's what needs to be addressed now. And, and it, and and me, I'm at a stage where it's like, where's the lowest area of my life? Like, like that's not acceptable anymore. You know, it's not acceptable to be a middle-aged fat guy anymore. It's not acceptable to potentially die in the next 20 years. I need to, I need to live long and prosper. Yeah. And so that's the, that's the next thing. And as far as, as far as external and material success goes, like, I mean, there's still a ways to go, but, um, Yeah, it doesn't. It, 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 it's not the rewards that that are enjoyable. It's the process of feeling myself yeah. change, feeling like a, like a, keeping a contract with yourself. If you want to have self esteem, you've got to do some esteemable acts, right? And 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 you know, self-esteem is the relationship I have with myself. And I'm like, I said, I'm going to do that thing. And I did that fucking thing and I'm going to do these other things. And I, and, and I'm going to do everything in my life that I want. And at the end of it, I'm going to look back and say, I had a successful life in my own terms. And that's not necessarily being the richest guy in the world. It's just being who I want to be. And anyone or anything that gets in that way, gets in the way of me having that life is going to have real problems.
2: Yeah, and I, and I think that's that's the key. We, you know, we talk a lot about money, and it's very easy for us to mistake this as being about money. But this is much more about you fulfilling your potential, and money is just a, a scorecard which, which scorecard. keeps up with it, like a consequence, yeah, it's a consequence. side effect, exactly. And you know, again, just because people listening need to get the context, life is about much more than money. Money is just one of the things, and this then allows you to address. Everything else, which you're going to focus on, you do your meditation, you do your headspace, you're working on happiness and contentedness and self actualization, all this kind of stuff. You're working on your health. This is a holistic picture. So many people get lost in the race of money for the sake of money, which is actually a weakness. It's actually pursuing validation, external validation rather than what you're doing, which is fulfilling your own personal potential. So it's just coming from a much healthier better place. And I just didn't want that to get lost because we're talking, we're throwing around big numbers. We're talking about money. People are like, I'm going to make more money. My goal is to make millions. It's like, well, that's not the goal. The goal is the process. The goal is, is the side
0: effect. So let's yeah. talk about he, this way, Scott. Like, how do you feel like to kind of wrap things up? Like, how do you feel about yourself today relative to how you felt about yourself two years ago? I think that's what Emil's hitting on the head. Correct, Emile? Two years ago, I was embarrassed to be me. Now, there's no one I'd want to be other than me.
1: Like I'm really authentically proud to be me. I stand behind any and all of my behaviors, any and all of my actions. Um,
2: and that is way beyond just the, the number in your Stripe account.
1: Yeah.
0: Boom. Yeah, for that. All right, guys. So I think to sum this up, if you're listening in, maybe you're better than that. Not just money, like Emil said, like Scott said. But just a standard you're setting for yourself in life in various areas. Maybe it's time for you to challenge yourself and ask yourself, is this it or am I better than that? So once you realize that, everything else comes up with it your standards, your outcomes, your life. Anything else, guys, before we log off? From a, from we touched on, humility, I find it's
2: easier to assume that there's things blocking you, there's things to learn. And there is somewhere that you can improve and be better rather than thinking, am am I better? Could I be better? Let's just assume you can be. And that's not necessarily earning more money, being a better human, getting healthier, whatever the parameter is, you can improve. So seek actively to improve and see what little changes you can start to make. See who you can work with, who you can associate with, hang out with, give value to. And and start from that place of white, white belt mentality, right? Seek to learn.
0: Any final words, Scott?
1: Um, have had a good time here today,
0: guys. Thank you so much for hopping on that. I really appreciate it. I like, couldn't be happy for your success, man. Couldn't be happier. Thank you very Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. All right, guys. See you on next week's episode. Happy next see you guys.